Hello friends and welcome back to Ordinary People, Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain and it's uh, an honor and a privilege to have you with me again on another episode of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming the everyday challenges we face in life. This is episode 130. Would love for you to check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com, where you can get a copy of today's handwritten show notes. As well, there are many other resources available on the website. It's a place where we can interact. And I would really love it if you would take some time and share this podcast with your friends and those that are in your leadership circle. Hey, today we're talking about four suggestions for personal growth. Four suggestions for personal growth. I was thinking about our podcast today and uh, spending this time together today. And I, I remember reflecting over 30 years of being involved in leadership. And I was just recalling many of the resources that have come along my way in the Um, power of podcasting and the ability really for anyone with uh, a microphone and a simple application to be able to upload content and and material through social media and other platforms for other people to engage, to be entertained by, to learn, to listen, to to, to be inspired. And uh, I just, it's just a real privilege to have you with us today. And I hope that today and believe that today, the four suggestions we're going to talk about will be something that can add value to your leadership journey, your leadership experience. So how about we jump in and begin to dialogue about the four suggestions that I have for you that can help you sustain personal growth. You know, one of the dangers that I've experienced as a leader, and, and maybe you have experienced this as well, is that a, a danger leaders face, particularly when things are going well, is to begin to coast. We, we've worked hard to, to get our organization, to get our team, to get our ministry, to get our church, to get our, our not-for-profit to a place where it's, it's really humming, that there's a, there's a smoothness to it, there's a horsepower, things are really happening, things are getting accomplished. The bottom line is growing, innovation is happening, uh, the platform and our influence is increasing. And one of the dangers that leaders face when you feel this sense of momentum, things are going really well, is to begin to coast. Resting is not coasting. Now, sometimes we, I believe we can get those confused. I get those confused. I believe resting is really important for leaders and for those that are involved in teams and and, uh, small groups and ministries. Resting is critical, but resting is not coasting. I define resting as recharging with a purpose, that you're really replenishing your emotional battery, your physical battery, your intellectual battery, your relational battery, or your financial battery, but you're resting and recharging for a purpose. And that purpose ultimately is how can I, as an individual, bring value to the lives of other people? Coasting is passivity. 
it, it, it can look like resting, but it doesn't have this underlying flame of purpose that burns. We, it, it feels like you've almost achieved, and so there's a visionlessness, if you will, that can attend the idea of coasting. Friends, I don't want you or I to experience the dead end of coasting as a leader. Even when things are going well, it's still important for you and I to sustain personal growth. And so I want to offer you today four suggestions that I believe are time-tested to be true and to be helpful for you and for I to sustain personal growth, whether things are going well or whether we are in the midst of really difficult times and difficult seasons that are requiring wise, courageous, and persevering leadership. Here is suggestion number one. Be self-aware. I can't um, describe to you how important it is that you are a self-aware leader. So much of our leadership is affecting the environment around us. John Maxwell, many other leaders, talk about the power of attitude and how an attitude can affect an environment. The influence that attitude can have upon those people around you. I don't know anyone who has a perfect attitude, but I do know people who learn how to manage their attitude even when they're in a difficult, frustrating place. They're able to turn that attitude around. Self-awareness is so important. How do you affect a room? How do you affect the people around you? How do you affect the one in front of you? I think self-awareness is so important. It's not putting the self at the center of everything. But it is aware that what's going on inside of me is going to influence and have an effect on what's happening outside of me. And so I need a, a, a way, method in which I can maintain self-awareness for the purpose of managing myself so that I can bring the best true self to all of the leadership opportunities that are in front of me, whether this leadership opportunity is marriage business, not-for-profit, ministry, church-related, small group. Being self-aware is an important suggestion, and it's one that you ought to consider. I listed in today's show notes a few ways that I believe we can engage the ability to be more self-aware. The first is conversations, just having chats and talks with mates that you love and family members that you love and friends and team members and ministry members and co-workers. Having conversations with people that you love is an amazing way for you to gain a level of self-awareness. Another way is feedback. Welcoming the feedback from other people around you. I remember the story of a friend of mine who served on a large staff and they had a staff meeting and his body language and his expression and just just the fact of what was happening is he didn't listen. And when the meeting was over, he had walked to his office and a couple of his teammates, if you will, co-workers had walked in and said, hey, can we chat with you for a minute? Yes. And they said, we, we need to give you some feedback about what we just experienced. And he said, sure, I'm happy to, to receive that. I welcome that. And they said, you don't listen well. 
we don't feel heard. We've got to have places where we not only solicit feedback, but people feel freedom to give us feedback that's actually going to help us. Another way you can grow in self-awareness is resources, listening to podcasts like this and many others, reading books, reading articles, scanning headlines, uh, reading material, listening material, conversations. Resources can, can really stimulate for us a level of self-awareness. I also think reactions, paying attention to how you react. Why do you react so strongly in certain situations versus other situations? The strength of our reaction often is an illumination of a core value. Something that's important to us is being touched. And lastly, I think a great way to grow in being self-aware so that you can manage yourself to bring the best self, a healthy self, to your leadership environment is quiet time and stillness. It's actually removing the noise on the outside so you can discover the noise on the inside and do something about that. Here is suggestion number two for sustaining personal growth, and it's to be a learner. So once you're aware of what's going on, maybe awareness, the next step is learning. The awareness may expose a place of ignorance or lack of knowledge. (laughs) Being self-aware may cause you to remember what you have forgotten that you once did so well, practiced so faithfully. I think being a learner, and I believe and experience that being a learner is critical One of the early proverbs of leadership that I learned is that leaders are learners. Leaders are readers. And so there's always this idea that you're out front and you're leading people. You're underneath them. You're building them up. You're pushing them up. You're you're lifting them up, if you will, into places of accomplishment and achievement and and growth and character and competency in charisma, in compassion and empathy. Be a learner. I think, again, another way that we can grow in our learning is through conversations. Be a, be, another way is to be a wonderful listener. The idea that sitting in a room with people who know a lot and who have, a, who have accomplished things and who have spectacular character, to humble yourself and to be a learner, and to be a learner through conversationalists, a good conversationalist, through listening to the dialogue that is happening in the room. And maybe just having a little notepad, you know, a little pen or something. I would encourage a notepad or a pen where you can write some thoughts down, some things that you are learning would be incredibly helpful. Another way that you can reinforce and underscore your learning are resources. Podcasts like this, and there are thousands of great podcasts out there, books, friends, mentors, People that can invest in your life, coaches, counselors, therapists, best friends, siblings, spouses, family members, even the stranger on the street. You can continue to learn. And if you want to sustain personal growth, you not only have to be self-aware about what's going on, but you need to be a learner. Do something, friends, do something with with the awareness you've achieved. And I believe that something you ought to do is to increase your learning. Now, suggestion number three is to be pragmatic. So we've grown in some self-awareness. That's helping us know what we need to learn, where we need to learn. And thirdly is to be pragmatic. I heard a 
gentleman say one time that real learning happens at the place of application. You see, when I talk about being a learner, it's not just filling your head with more knowledge, but it's also about the application of that knowledge, which is very much a heart and hand. So it's head, heart, and hand mixture that really brings the synergy of learning and pragmatism. It's really important for us to move theoretical ideas into the place of practicality and reality. I believe, and I want to encourage you to consider this suggestion, that bring, being pragmatic is the place where we harness the collaborative power of intellect and implementation. When you and I are learning and we apply that learning with implementation, new ways of thinking, new skills, new people skills, new self-care skills, new leadership skills, new ministry skills, new communication skills, new listening skills, new skills for practicing authentic compassion and empathy, new skills that really move forward a cause for justice and an advocacy for the vulnerable. Friends, when we can understand and bring together in a very collaborative and powerful way the synergy between intellect and implementation, that, my friends, is where pragmatism finds its real horsepower. It can really help us move forward as a leader. And the danger when things are going well is that we forsake the self-awareness and the learning and the pragmatic approach needed to be a sustained person of personal growth. Here's the fourth suggestion that I have for you to sustain personal growth, and it is to be accountable. It is to be accountable. It just I love this progression, and I hope you see it. When I choose to be self-aware, I'm asking for the light to be turned on and help me see what I don't see. And once I see it, I want to learn, I want to grow, I want to develop. And when I'm learning, it's not just about filling my head with more knowledge, but it's about the head and the heart and the hands. And that's the place of being pragmatic, harnessing the collaborative power of intellect and implementation. But once I do that, I want to welcome and embrace, <laughs> maybe even we need to invite accountability. Accountability can be an ugly word because my experience at times with accountability is that it's synonymous for judgment, condemnation, and the exposing of failure. That's not the kind of accountability that I'm encouraging you and I to seek out. The kind of accountability that I'm encouraging for us is the kind of accountability that carries the theme of celebration you have a cheerleader in your corner who's just there to say, I believe in you. You can do hard things. You are gifted to get this done. You're a person of character and integrity. Being accountable also carries the theme of coaching. You've got someone there that will listen 
Take a survey of your life by listening, asking good questions, helping you see what you don't see, offering some suggestions on ways that you can move forward, solve a problem, grow, develop, etc. Being accountable also carries a theme of caring about you, that you're a human being with dreams and passions, with fears, with concerns, with worries, with a history and a future. And to have someone that will stand alongside you and genuinely care for you, which we define care as this, if it matters to you, it matters to me. It doesn't matter if it falls on my priority list. If it falls on your priority list, then it needs to matter to me. That's what care is. Being accountable carries the themes of celebration and coaching and caring, but it also carries the themes of challenging and contributing. When someone is coaching me, celebrating, caring for me, and contributing to me, resources, podcasts, articles, ideas, networking, relationships, etc., when there's real contribution happening, I don't mind the challenge because I know that it's anchored in love not in discipline, not in punishment, not in exposing failure. This, my friends, is the kind of accountability that I believe helps what we're applying pragmatically because we've learned and we've learned because we became self-aware. That that kind of accountability really even maximizes, if you will, our personal growth and our development. If you want to know more about celebration, coaching, caring, contributing and challenging, I did a series of podcasts, episodes number 39 through 45, called Moving People Forward. And I talk about each of those things more in depth. And maybe you would like to check out episodes 39 through 45 in this podcast series, Moving People Forward. So check those out if you want to know more. So four suggestions to sustained personal growth, be self-aware, be a learner, be pragmatic, and be accountable. Let's not fall into the danger of coasting. Let's be restful leaders who know how to sustain personal growth. Friends, thank you so much. My beloved friends, thank you for spending these 20 minutes with me today. I hope that what I've shared with you adds some value to your life, encourages you, because this little podcast is designed, really. It's the motive of our heart designed to help us experience the grace of Jesus while living and leading and overcoming the challenges that we face in life. I love you guys. I hope you stay safe, stay helpful, stay hopeful, and stay healthy. And I'll talk to you again next week. 